0: anti-power hour allegedly the seventh episode um of our not quite monthly but that's the dream chat
1: podcast. well i don't want to be i don't want to be too predictable you know and fall into like a formulaic type that's when our that's when fans really abandon the things that they love i think
0: that's true that's why we could that's why we should have like gone backwards and started with something innocuous um but i like to end on a non-political thing um in my podcast many years ago, which you were on occasionally, Oh, Politics for People Who Hate Politics, which I, I just was a wee lad. Someone stole for a book title. I used to always really, wanna, yes, they did. I used to always want to um, end with something non political to like leave the people on a good note. Yeah, Jesse Walker uh, texted me a photo of a book called Politics for People Who Hate Politics.
1: That's crazy. And I was
0: both outraged and vindicated cat just went by we
1: should have them on
0: that's true as a fellow
1: people (laughs) who hates politics
0: yeah but the subtitle was it it was something about like talking to your shitty friends and family who have bad political views which is not the same vibe that i was going for
1: oh so we're the shitty friends and family who like hate politics (laughs) i'm not sure in in the book or
0: um it didn't seem like my vibe was politics is a nightmare upon all of us um Let's chat about that. So,
1: okay, I okay. am
0: horrible at titles. So the fact that someone used that title again.
1: Oh, I don't think you're horrible. I always thought that was a great title. I enjoyed being on that show, the wee lad that I was. Yeah, I, think I think they're so. still online, some of them. They
0: are, yeah. People
1: can see our, our our insights from nearly a decade ago.
0: Because I'm... Please don't say that.
1: <laughs> oh, Time. sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, of course.
0: Because I'm very good at being not successful i'm pretty sure i quit that podcast on the cusp of everyone on earth getting a podcast because i'm because i'm a genius
1: yeah i guess that was in that era where they were just uh, starting and now it's background and now we've got our own podcast who yeah. would have thunk it who would have thunk it
0: if i see a paul if i see a book called anti-power hour i'm gonna get real mad oh, unless damn. we wrote
1: it yeah let's do it let's write let's forget the podcast let's just write A book called Uh, Anti-Power Hour.
0: I think we'd write a really good book.
1: Yeah, it could be like a comic book. So it could be easier.
0: I think we need an illustrator for that.
1: And we could draw us. I can draw. Can you? Well, I mean... (laughs) Not... Expertly.
0: In my imagination, I'm a great cartoonist.
1: I am so many things in my imagination. It's such a great place. It is a great place. I like to reside there. Um, so well, it's a, it's a new year, new, new round of shows, well, for some ways of, of determining when years begin and end. That's um, true. So, new year, new us in some ways? Huh?
0: This really makes me want to quote Maybe. Degrassi. There's a good Degrassi gif about new look, new year, new page, but that's not- New, new look, look,
1: new year, new page. I never watched that show. I've obviously heard of it. It um,
0: is, certainly is Canadian. By the way, I've never been
1: to—I've never actually been to Canada.
0: I found this mug. We were discussing this before. I just want—I found this mug in a Canadian thrift store for fifty cents. Not at like some sort of disturbing ANCAP conference or something where you might see this slogan, which is not accurate yet used for well.
1: Did you have to pay tax on the on the purchase?
0: I guess I did.
1: That's a bummer. I mean, that's kind of
0: 50 cents, though. You know what? I, I can splurge, you know.
1: That's like a line in a lot of that song, Ironic.
0: <laughs> so paid, it's not paid
1: yeah. tax on the taxationist theft mug.
0: Wait, um, should is um, is the word end yes. cap a good segue into L? Yeah, I mean,
1: segues act? are whatever you make of them, anything could be segue into another topic. I think you try and and, and set your mind to it.
0: Well, there are things I actually know way more about than the new ANCAP president of. of uh, oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that I, that, is, that is a good segue. It was, if I had remembered. You actually caught me off better.
0: guard. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, we're drinking at the same time. We are drinking. Um. Not alcohol. Not alcohol. No. No, this is just good old fashioned H two O.
0: Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful.
1: Um. And are you drinking like the tears of? And comms in that mug of uh, uh,
0: uh, lib lib tears? Is it supposed to be lib tears? Yeah, uh, woke tears? Maybe that that's probably the woke best. Woke tears. That's the most topical tears to drink. <laughs> um, yeah. The I most just, uh,
1: topical uh, tears to drink. Yes. I need a good ranking, a good list of. There could be a tear of the year too. Like, there's person of the year, there's tear of the year, and it's like whoever person's tears people most want to drink. Not an individual... Well, it could be an individual person, but not necessarily.
0: There was also the main... For a while, there was, like, a mainstream feminist bloggy thing and, like, male tears, which I always thought was...
1: Sure, yeah. Uh, Male tears. The tears of males. Do
0: I want... And, um... Maybe they want male tears because men are socialized and, and pressured into not crying because of the patriarchy. Ergo, male tears is not, like to mock the men but to be like you can cry men i will drink your tears because the patriarchy is
1: yeah. sure sure oh well, <laughs> i thought it was the tear. it was tears <laughs> sent through the mail like the postal service mail tears like mil tears m-a-i-l can't spell wow That's um, a
0: great start we could talk about Lysander spooner instead because he's better than
1: yeah oh my spooner, god Spooner tears
0: um mm-hmm.
1: Okay, can you, I don't think you should yell at our, our fans just because we're so off track.
0: What about, <laughs> I can't even say his last name, and I am doing Duolingo Spanish. We got a double yeah, L's. Um, I mean, it's me, me,
1: I barely <laughs> have a grasp on the it's English a language. L,
0: wow. Um,
1: let alone. Um, all
0: right, because truly I have. We can just call
1: him Cap president.
0: I mean that's what I was trying to do. Is there or Captain
1: Ancap. doesn't he like to? Didn't he identify as that superhero? I,
0: that literally Cap- is true. That's not even Captain
1: hyperbole. Um, no, nothing is hyperbole. That that's an <laughs> old world concept that went out of date in the 2010s. It went out of fashion as a term and a concept. That, did you have you? Did you not catch up on that?
0: Yeah, I
1: noticed that. Sorry, I'm. That was a little hyperbolic, maybe, but it's not
0: that. Um. There well did any... you did
1: you vote for him um for captain and cap america
0: and south oh, america is okay. clearly a different continent
1: well i thought it was just south of what you know you live in america and it's south so you could
0: yeah you know even when i go to canada and people are like oh where are you from um i'll say the states because because i want to say america and then i realize that actually sounds really weird If oh i
1: that. i agree i agree i always prefer yeah, United States. Uh, There's a lot is of co- more
0: shorthand that is vaguely rude mm-hmm. and confusing in the world. So, um,
1: well, it's nice for you to think about the microaggressions against Canadians that you may be perpetrating. Technically,
0: I was doing that as much. as... Are you I was... drinking
1: your own tears in the mug? Your own woke tears? <laughs> you woke pro Canadian?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My mo- my grandmother was born in Canada, so
1: she was I
0: have, I have woke Canadian blood running through me
1: so you're one-fourth Canadian
0: if that was a thing I have literally said that so yes
1: if that was a thing yeah, of course it's a thing <laughs> you just described <laughs> are you, the very are you just, the very are you idea
0: determined to not talk about anything depressing
1: well, I, <laughs> <laughs> no not not at all I, I mean it's pretty interesting um hopefully he does some good things maybe some good things already occurring Maybe some bad things. Maybe some associating the name libertarianism with less than favorable connotations, but not necessarily new connotations for American libertarians either. So,
0: I mean that is true. It, uh, maybe I should think it's not a new association among the uncharitable and accurate. Both um, my I, my immediate reaction was pessimism because how many fucking pinochet memes have you seen in your internet life
1: oh yeah and i'm still more pessimistic than not i would say uh but um especially because the scale you know it's like now this now this is viewed as this is a natural experiment for these ideas and that's not what it is um you know it depends on what he gets done depends on like how he thinks libertarian ideas apply in certain situations and like topics and clearly, he doesn't seem very libertarian on like defense spending,
0: the entirety um, or of all immigration. issues. Literally, all I saw was banking yes. change experiments. Maybe good, not. Well, he feels century.
1: very in, in substance very similar to Reagan to me. You know, some 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 surface level deregulations, which may or not may or not be um, may be really great. And it's actually ironic though, because his big deregulation is the airlines, and that that was actually Carter, and and a great thing Carter did. So it's funny, I just said made the Reagan, but I'm thinking he you know and like you said, he's socially not libertarian at all and not libertarian on on defense um but you get you know good stuff on taxes and some regulations, and well, that's enough as, to make people think he's super libertarian
0: I mean libertarianism now, apparently, I've fully joined team as a libertarian. I can only trash libertarians in despair uh as long as my taxes are lower, you know, yeah, there's yeah. a death squad, yeah. of people killing yeah. all my nor- Well, my taxes are lower, aren't they? Um, yeah. And maybe even not, maybe even less than that. I don't think Ronald Reagan was a net good at all. Um,
1: no, no, no. I don't think so. Um, you know, none, he could have
0: been worse no. on a couple things. Um, occasionally, I, I yes paradoxically self-awarely reference the fact that you know mr gorbachev tear down this wall is a lot better of a speech than build a wall because i'm a fucking sure. xenophobe you know i mean there's sure. nothing as as rhetoric that's a trillion times more inspiring um yeah and that transition is is a fabulous example of the death of the even bushier type of yay freedom type of rhetoric but mm-hmm. then i'm just arguing that it's it's sort of the same thing it's the same difference much of the time so
1: okay. oh sure conservatives now in america are much more consciously anti-libertarian i would say um oh, yeah. so the, the minor things in which reagan was libertarian on or had some libertarian impulses on aren't aren't even shared by conservatives anymore seems yeah
0: like the, so. the the fucking paleos one who would have expected in 1992
1: the two paleos won.
0: When I was like five and wasn't paying attention, blissfully ignorant, that must
1: have been. I hard. was paying attention. I wasn't born yet, but I was. I know paying attention. You're
0: a small child,
1: because you gotta pay attention, you know.
0: before you're born.
1: Well, in general,
0: one of my first political memories is my dad, who was a journalist, on it. these horrible, like cardboard, like caricature masks of Bush, Clinton, and Ross Perot. <laughs> What? And he was like, okay, you each get one. And I got Ross <laughs>
1: You each get one? What do you mean? <laughs> like they're gifts for you and your siblings?
0: Well, like I mean, anything he would bring home would be something weird that showed up at the newspaper where he would work at that time. So I'm going to I don't remember. Huh. They
1: okay. <laughs> okay. Do you still have them? Him?
0: them? Uh, one of them used to be on my dad's office wall. So surely they're around here somewhere. That was very We got to
1: break them out. <laughs> we got we got to throw back.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, there's the talk that fucking RFK Jr will be the Ross Perot of this new nightmare. That's like a lot of in.
1: that's a lot of words. <laughs> that's a whole different can of worms to get into.
0: Maybe in honor of his commitment to truth, he should get Sirhan Sirhan to be his VP, you know, because Sirhan Sirhan didn't kill his dad. It was some sort of MK Ultra plot, apparently
1: it's been i have seen that that strange uh orbit of libertarians who seem sympathetic or actively supportive of rfk and if there's anything and from what i understand which well it's very little in general but from what i know about rfk's uh actual policies it's the most conspiracy-headed like uh um Abandoning of, of your actual ideological commitments, I've ever seen. Maybe. So maybe I shouldn't be surprised that some libertarians are doing that because conspiracy is so big amongst libertarians. But
0: I mean, not to go full um, Kennedy defense, which is a classic conspiracy thing because especially JFK, oh, he must have been about to abolish the CIA and then they got him. But yeah. I don't even fucking think RFK Jr. gets to be called RFK because his dad was kind of a creep who seems to have actually gotten better on some issues you know he was a fucking Mm. wiretapping attorney general and then after a while he was like gee maybe i should be a little less bad um no but i remember last year i think we discussed how I, i mentioned how robert kennedy jr's policy like his his campaign website all the policy shit Almost all of it looked really good, and the word vaccine was not on there, but he just oh. hired a man with the ridiculous name of Del Bigtree to be his campaign guy. Del Bigtree <laughs> likes to hang out with Andrew Wakefield, who is no longer a medical doctor because he is the author of the nonsense-debunked vaccine autism study. So, okay, Robert, I don't hate all vaccines, Kennedy is it's truly bullshit um yeah I just, do he just tweeted a meme that wasn't even factual in its content about SSRI antidepressants causing mass shootings and
1: he was like oh we should look into." oh this. he's on that train yeah I don't, because he seems terrible on guns I do remember our discussion last year so maybe I maybe I um had find out found out more things about his policies um or I'm just some more pessimistic now but um <laughs> Yeah, I um that that's been disappointing to to see even really any support for that, but not not really surprising, unfortunately.
0: Honestly, the only good Kennedy now is the one brother who is <clears throat> interested in paroling Sirhan Sirhan, but isn't necessarily a conspiracy freak. That guy hmm. I respect because he's actually seems to be uh about rehabilitation and stuff.
1: Um, okay. Okay. What about Kennedy? You know the 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 host from TV.
0: As far as I know, she's not related to that clan. But
1: uh... no, I yeah. But you're like, is she one? Is she also a good? What about my friend Mike Kennedy? I have a good friend named Mike Kennedy, and um, he's a really solid guy. He's a he's he's a really great guy. Shout out to Mike.
0: You know, I think that my paternal grandmother's mother's unmarried name might have been Kennedy. Ergo. I'm related to American royalty, so you should all respect.
1: Me. Yeah, and all the presidents are all related and all related to like old, like you know, it all goes back to like Camelot and all that stuff.
0: You know, oh, the first Camelot. So you're so
1: you're related to to like all of the significant figures in history.
0: Man, you know, as much as John Quincy Adams was less bad than average, he really started off a unfortunate habit of like. Papa was president, so I'm going to be president, sort of vibes. Oh, me? okay. Yeah. I took
1: me a second. I had no idea where you were going. I was like, John Quincy Adams, what the fuck yeah. is Lucy bringing up to this? <laughs> I was like, I need to look up John Quincy Adams. Real I quick. say a like, lot of things. What were his policies?
0: <laughs> I think I spent my entire Christmas vacation, like, opening 50 Wikipedia tabs. A lot of journeys. Well,
1: through. who didn't?
0: Uh, I don't know. People who aren't living like I'm living, my friend.
1: People who are living the unexamined life—that's who. <laughs> People who are who are living the wikipedia Wikipedialess life.
0: Oh yeah, um, yeah. So I'm sorry, I just have to have instinctual pessimism about. I mean, Captain AnCap. Yeah, and and AnCaps in general. There's well, there's like three and a half of them that might be <clears throat> okay at this point um, a
1: lot of the ones in academia do interesting stuff the, and they don't as loudly identify with that term yeah. nor do they indulge in the absurdity of i would say the average internet and you run across on social yeah. media or on forums or something um but you know uh various economists and stuff who would fall probably fall into that category and are still interesting yeah. But the but the movement at large, like popular, in terms of its popular support, And yeah, like a, 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 a paleo, paleo
0: brand of ANCAP, paleo type thing took over the Libertarian Party. Um, and boy, did I stop giving them my money. Um, and I'm not alone. So
1: That's the problem. I mean, ANCAP <laughs> almost became synonymous with paleo, a paleo version of ANCAP. And that's right, the people I'm hasn't talking, which isn't always been the case at all. Mm -hmm. wasn't originally, still isn't entirely many of the people I was referencing aren't remotely, you know. um, I mean,
0: I know uh, people, some of the listeners, uh, or watchers, might very well be writhing in agony at the word, the capitalist part of the the term, but there's always people who can be less bad who are using the terms, you know, so.
1: Oh, sure, and there's good faith (laughs) disagreements between capitalists and anti-capitalists, and
0: and there's or there's team like I'm I'm both are beside the point as terminology and not really.
1: Yeah, I'm not straightforwardly it. in either of those camps uh, because although I, te- I I I find it useful the conceptual framework of an- of certain kinds of anti-capitalism, but most anti-capitalists you know conflate capitalism with markets as well, so they're anti-market, and that's far from my views.
0: Yeah. So actually, it just occurs to me that I think that's comparable to pro or anti-democracy in the sense that being thoughtlessly pro-democracy, you can, you know, majoritarianism, oh, 51% say we get to kick you in the face. Um, but then, of course, anti-democracy people invariably turn to the worst sorts of people. And yeah. you, you, you know how that went, but it's frustrating because... I've heard. I don't know. I like. I remember like Prop 8 in California is my favorite example. Like, let's all vote to like divorce gay people. Oh, we voted. So, yeah. like, you know.
1: Well, I think it's always compared to what with the questions of democracy and generally more procedural justice and, and, and things like that. Like, you it's know, a um, question
0: for many, many contexts is compared to what?
1: Yeah, it's just and too many too many who oppose it, you know, favor something much, much worse, like some, some more concentrated power, monarchy, or, or, or some more authoritarian system.
0: Once again, when I heard someone describe uh, Hans Hermann Hoppe's whole anti-democracy thing, paraphrased on a street corner at like two in the morning by some dude, I was like, what an interesting thought experiment. I see... Uh... <laughs> I see the idea that democracy is particularly dangerous because the legitimacy is, like, ingrained in each and every one of us. How – what an interesting abstract. And then people were like, no, we're actually monarchists because um, it's yeah. better. And I was like, oh, I, I, I thought we were just making a point. No? We're, we, we want a king? Okay.
1: Yeah, it's um... – it's frustrating to to see Hoppians, um like I feel like react defensively to people who talk about Hoppe being pro monarchy because he's he's still pro some other hypothetical and in their eyes anarchist system over over monarchy, but he's for monarchy over democracy. Yeah. So that's the point people are making. It's not necessarily. It's still that. It's still a and point in energy. in need of. <laughs> defense and 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 uh and doesn't have good defense
0: some affiliate people also are literally pro monarchy i think some of the what we used to call dark enlightenment type. oh sure yeah Uh, sure yeah
1: no i mean yeah it's um i mean democracy it's democracy is still pretty popular but 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 yeah you get more of these fringe um rejections of it and 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 too many libertarians so easily are like i don't know let's make allies with people because of this surface-level rhetoric, rhetorical similarity, even though their anti-democracy is nothing, like a libertarian who supports um, total total anarchism and and, and uh, freedom for everyone as opposed to democratic government.
0: Yeah. I forget what I was going to say. It was probably something about <sighs> d- dunking on Hoppe again. I just... You can't be you can't be an immigration hawk and be a libertarian it's not libertarian
1: yeah it's uh
0: people who aren't listening to this right now um there's a there's a guy i follow who maybe uses the term market anarchist to describe himself at this point but he likes to break out the um oh we can't have um open borders until we get rid of the welfare state Okay, you can't have any children until we like yeah. reduce the government by what percent? Like, what is yeah. the difference? Um, yeah, which is true. I mean,
1: yeah, I, I think the, I think the libertarian case for open borders is I try I try um to really appreciate both sides of, of different arguments. I I I think in certain contexts, and and I've really uh, I've talked to many uh, liber- you know identified libertarians who oppose open borders. And and my conclusions are just the 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 twists and turns you have to go through the mental gymnastics uh, you have to go through is it's hard to take in good faith sometimes it's challenging of that uh wish to to kind of to to, to argue in good faith constantly um, I mean, because it's it, so but, implausible but it's motivated. just so implausible like you said it applies it, it applies to just children born here and also has the bizarre implication of. Hinging your right to be free from state violence, um, on if you are a net taxpayer or net tax receiver in their terminology, yeah. which means if you evade taxes and, and, and so much so that you, you end though- up becoming a net, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It, it makes no sense. It's saying that if you, if you evade too much taxes, then you also would be, would should be, it has, it's regardless of immigration, it's just if you if you don't pay enough in taxes, then the state can deport you. And didn't it's didn't a cartoonishly like, anti-libertarian view. Yes,
0: it is. I thought we we're in favor of you know not paying tax. No, just right. Just when they're Mexican. Okay, I mean, that's it, why it's so difficult. It always to... comes back to that. The nicest version is that it's an absurdly nationalistic viewpoint where people outside of the boundary of this nation state are of pretty much no consequence. Um, and that's not libertarian or anarchist either so no it's just people it's not even it's not even
1: obviously anarchists and libertarians should i think rights apply to everyone equally no matter what or where um but but even that it's not even constitutionalist i mean back when i before i was an anarchist you know it was very clear to me the constitution doesn't doesn't say only americans have rights
0: there are you know there's been rulings that 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 mm-hmm. um back that up i i offhand i don't remember but this has come up in american jurisprudence i think
1: yeah no it's just frustrating and really a despicable view to 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 just um to have this this view that um or uh, you know people of not of your country have no rights I mean, and, I you can't know, it's so go
0: ahead i was gonna say legitimately i the the current libertarian party and its shittiness might have actually taught me the importance of solidarity which i associate with more of a social anarchist or even gasp, marxist type of shit um i was like i don't really understand this term exactly and then when the new lp started tweeting like oh you know putin's not your enemy she's not your enemy oh yeah he's in dc and i was like what
1: the hell is that What the fuck? Like,
0: do you not think people in those countries have like VPNs or what? All the shenanigans (laughs) to get around. Do you think they couldn't be reading that? Regardless, how hard is it to say, as an American, you know, the American government affects me more and has a powerful effect on the world, without saying, various dictators in other countries who are oppressing other people who are exactly as human as I am are not my enemy
1: like what is that and then they'll you know rightfully uh focus on um dictator or or, or just just governments um and 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 other leaders who are allies of the united states um you know uh, this is really prominent with what's happening in israel Mm -hmm. and most of these folks are uh, i think properly critical of israel um but they, you know, by that logic, like, I shouldn't care.
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean,
1: Netanyahu isn't my enemy either. Yeah. And and, and I guess they would say, you know, oh, well, he is because we're subsidizing him, so some portion of your taxes pay for that. And my thought is, well, one, these people always totally overestimate how much um, taxes go to foreign aid and things like that. Um, So I think even, like, necessarily opposing, like, militarism and, like, weapons dealing and things like that, we need to put it in proportion or perspective as well and shouldn't indulge like more conspiratorial viewpoints that lead people to think like the united states government is in the the hands of a foreign cabal perhaps jewish Um, which steps into full-on anti-semitism exactly exactly Exactly. and they would say you know fine and and so i would say one um fine the you know my the portion of my tax they go fine make him my enemy in that Regard fine, but then why do you also focus on how many Palestinians they're murdering that the yeah. Israeli government is murdering? Because by cares. that standard, that isn't part of you know, that isn't that shouldn't go to, but 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 it's obviously good to have solidarity with victims of authoritarianism abroad, no matter wh- who is doing the bombing. So, I why mean, can't we apply that consistently?
0: Because horseshoe theory, because t- paleos became tankies, became paleos, and yes, people think those terms are meaningless now, but people who don't have a overriding principle it's a reaction to if the u.s involved in some capacity then the other side is a hero they're for, for freedom and yeah they're
1: not a dictator and they're not anything like yeah that. it's a whole ecosystem of of like funneling that view in a supposedly nonpartisan way to where i think you get paleos and tankies and everyone who's in those spheres and orbits um uh, having their anti-war and anti-American imperialism views totally like distorted into defense of, of non-American imperialism.
0: Yeah. I mean, if we're talking mm-hmm. about libertarian presidents ruining libertarianism, how about, you know, tanky paleo anti-war types ruining anti-war stuff? Cause it doesn't yes. count. guys.
1: Yes. What's it's stuff? very, it's, and it's, and it's, and it's an old problem. Um, I know, yeah. And this is where, and maybe this is a good segue to something else you wanted to talk because this, is in many ways, uh, you know, bound up and part of the story of the origins of Holocaust denialism, because it's, you know, it's it'd be mighty convenient uh, if the Holocaust w- wasn't and did uh, happening at the time and then didn't happen, um, because that makes it so much easier to oppose a war and an American involvement in war. Um, it's it's so much easier just to just deny and downplay the evils of another government, and the Holocaust denial is the ultimate pinnacle of that.
0: On the other hand, if you want to dunk in the United States, uh, the Holocaust can easily be used as a vehicle. The United States... Uh, Congress voted on letting in, I believe, 20,000 orphaned or you know didn't have their parents with them uh, Jewish children, and they voted against it because of Bolshevism. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. St. Louis was not let into the United States because... I always forget his name. There's a particular raving anti-Semite in uh, FDR's cabinet who was like, I'm going to like, don't, don't you listen to Eleanor? Like, I'm going to make sure you don't get nominated uh, in 40 if you let them in. Yeah. The entire world dropped the ball. Um, the entire world knew people knew way more than I initially sort of got the message that they knew initially. Like everyone got, Oh my God, they were mistreating the Jews the whole time like the precise scope the you know like okay no but people knew a lot because they talked about it gee the nazis are pretty harsh on jews should we put them in alaska should we put them somewhere in africa i feel like like they thought about it and then they just twiddled their thumbs and decided that a good compromise was doing as much civilian city bombing as the nazis
1: right yeah <laughs>
0: and then once yeah. we beat them we'll be like oh yeah man you want to dunk in the u.s w- via world war ii i promise it can be done um
1: yeah there's no shortage and there's no and the, the kind of yeah it makes it all the more infuriating um to to feel the need i think people you know you want you want history to have some side you can just kind of unambiguously take Well, and and kind of be vindicated that way, and it feels good.
0: You can unambiguously be happy that the Nazis lost. That's for
1: fucking yeah, sure. But people want you know to say America didn't really do anything, or just didn't do much wrong in the process of that, and it's like, well, no, they did.
0: That's laughable. I mean, yeah, but (laughs) that
1: sure, I agree, it's laughable. But I think people are really tempted, and 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 it's hard, and you know, when you see the evils of the non-American side, then uh, you get all the more tempted, and then that's why then the other side wants to downplay those evils and it's kind of this vicious cycle
0: it's a circular reasoning too because we did it it had to have been done in order to beat the nazis everything that was done had to have been done um which is very convenient for no moral um you know the nazis kind of kicked off things um including during the spanish civil war when and by the end of the war everybody was bombing every city with almost no restriction. Um, And, you know, the idea that it was some moral horror was actually discussed in the beginnings of World War II and kind of forgotten about, um, at least, you know, by the time I started paying attention um, and getting through Korea and Vietnam. And, like, yeah, there there were some qualms during Vietnam, but, like, Mm -hmm. at some point, everybody accepted that that was... Conceivably acceptable, you know. Like now, that sure. yeah. how about yes. you never get to bomb uh dense urban areas? No matter what, yeah. Anything else? How about you just don't? How about that? Yeah, but that's naive and childish somehow.
1: Right, right. Yeah, I mean, this you know, is what. Oh, go ahead.
0: Oh no, I'm just ranting. I'm just.
1: Oh no, I I I enjoy it. I enjoy the Lucy rants. Um. Although I did, I did try to segue into you kind of, you kind of blocked the segue with your hand. But segue <laughs> well, into we that.
0: Can do, we can go back. We can do whatever we want. Darn it. Um, no specific. Okay, well
1: there's... then share with the class the the, the depressing the suppo- apparently depressing factoid.
0: It is depressing, and with a poll, you can always find hope that it's not. As well, depressing that's what. As yeah. People think. The Economist headline is one in five young Americans thinks the Holocaust is a myth, which sounds real bad, (laughs) obviously. Um, And it's mostly paywalled. There's a little graph and um, agreeing with the Holocaust has been exaggerated in quotes or the Holocaust is a myth in quotes. And the number of 18 to 29 year olds is, you know, 20 to like 24%. And once you get down to 65 plus for once, the boomers are winning because the boomers, <laughs> you know, their parents were like, yeah, I remember that, you know? Yeah. Um,
1: so I don't know how to feel about this because it's, it's, I, I'm, am i am tempted to say that's counterintuitively large. Um, and even, you know, even just anecdotally based on my peer group, but, but obviously there's bias. Um, so I, I do wonder about the question and the wording and um, the nature of all that you know you always got to wonder with polls always, uh, people yeah. don't people don't want to sound dumb answering a poll they maybe they don't know what it means but at the same time you know um i think people are too especially lately i think especially people who are rightly critical of israel are too quick to like downplay anti-semitism mm-hmm. or like object to complaining about it or something um, at least complaining about it without a big asterisk that you don't support Israel, even if you don't talk about Israel in your comment. Okay. Um, and, I've, and I've been there the past few months with these kinds of discussions and it's frustrating, but uh, this does, this do, and this does strangely tie into the, to kind of growing and, and emerging narrative that like young people, maybe through social media and like things like TikTok are somehow being like massively duped and kind of indoctrinated into broadly anti-Semitism and Holocaust denial specifically and, and all these things. And that's a really mighty convenient narrative that gets pushed by a lot of pro-Israel people. Um, and well, I think it's no easy worse. to kind of I mean. to play it up, maybe, because yeah. that, that's a mighty good argument for making people sympathetic to Israel, I suppose, in some way. Um, although I don't think that would be the real logical conclusion of it, obviously. So I don't know what to make of stuff like that. It's kind of depressing. Maybe there's always better things to do in terms of educating people on uh, on things. I don't know. Well,
0: I mean... As I was homeschooled. So all I did, my entire K through 12 education was reading history books and they were frequently about World War II. So I have absolutely no good sense of how people learn history in public schools. Um,
1: well, um, yeah, I mean, you got more history than, than average for sure. I, um, I, I learned about the Holocaust in school. You know, there's, like everything else is like, let's we'll spend a few weeks on major historical events. And then eventually you get to the Holocaust, um, probably in your American history class in like middle school, I would say. So, and, and there's no shortage of media and, and movies and books and things, but we live in such a fractured media ecosystem and uh, you can really tailor the channels of information that are zooming into your pocket uh, every second of the day. So, I don't know, people, I mean, and I've seen it up close. Pe- I've seen people and in, in loved ones go down the path of coming out with some kind of Holocaust nihilism. Um, and that obviously is a broad, you know, like we, like you said at the beginning, there's, you know, do you think it's a myth? And also, do you think it's, well, exaggerated? And Yeah, that's um,
0: the way you, you can tell yourself you're being, like, the the, the reasonable less.
1: Yeah, I mean, most, <laughs> most identified, self-identified Holocaust nihilists do not remotely claim that no Jews died right at the hands of the Nazis, Netflix, that because that's it's more type. clearly ludicrous yeah it's more patently ludicrous so it's just the claim well it's just it was just one or two million uh, it wasn't
0: intentional there weren't gas chambers
1: yeah there's I mean, issues there's, of intentionality involved
0: i mean they say the same things like it's not new because it started fairly early um after world war ii and you know the same you, you, mm-hmm. the same statements are used, and it's just mm-hmm. as nonsense as it was back then,
1: yeah, I wonder why, um if it is kind of making a comeback with younger people um i uh, maybe cynically i I could say, you know, is Israel gives us Jews kind of a bad name oh dear <laughs> but but then I think it's on it's also on people who like. Like it's despicably anti-semitic to, to then to take whatever israel does and somehow think that it remote remotely has to do with other jews i have nothing to do with israel for instance you sure? never been there <laughs> so 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 it's kind of you know there's these different different lines of thought i guess in my head on that topic
0: i mean i think you should be entirely sympathetic to the mindset that was behind the founding of israel um the reason that it occurred, the world completely dropping the ball and not helping people, the uh, couple thousand years of being generally oppressed, kicked around, and kicked out of countries—like, of course, it happened. Um, yeah, and you should know that when you start to critique it, and you should know it in general. Um,
1: I, I not, do. Think... There's no
0: conflict there. There's no.
1: No, <laughs> no, no. There is it. It's a false dichotomy to to to. But i also would say you know israel did pop up out of nowhere in, in 48 and there's the decades before that of of ideology and of uh, smaller scale settlements and situations and um i think that uh, you know there is um, some really bad colonialist type stuff in and in, in a lot of uh, zionism as an ideology so i think it's important not to forget that stuff either but yes it wouldn't have it probably wouldn't have happened um, without the Holocaust and, and all of the preceding um, oppression of Jews for centuries all, all throughout. Um, and there's
0: obviously a long history of certain types of Orthodox Jews tend to be anti-Zionist, I know, sometimes. Yes, um, there's, a,
1: there's so s- such reductionism with this stuff. But, but even in Israel itself, you know, they view, no, 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 this sort of religious or ethno-state thing goes against our, our religion. Um, and obviously, that's an admirable stance to take there.
0: I know of at least one survivor of the Warsaw Ghetto uprising who was vehemently anti-zionist and became mm. vehemently pro-palestinian, which is fascinating because, mm. I mean, really, try to pull <laughs> sure. a survivor of the Warsaw Ghetto uprising is an anti-Semite, obviously. like you can't right, right. You can't yeah, do it, guys. it's, yeah. and of late, the um, what are they called is it never again i forget exactly but there's there's a group a lot of jewish people have been doing some really good getting arrested protesting of current events with pal you know the palestinian ethnic cleansing that is happening right now
1: yeah yeah um
0: so i mean you don't need to make these clarifications but it's okay to do so because oh yeah anti well, sure. Of your dreams is out there, surely, you know. And because... What? <laughs> I was gonna say the straw, like the straw, you know, the straw anti-Semite. Um...
1: <laughs> I just want that out of co- like out of context, like <laughs> the so anti-Semite amazing. of your dreams is out there, Corey. I actually is...
0: invented a Nazi dating website with my words. Um,
1: I oh would like man, to take that back! That's that's fantastic. As
0: someone named Steigerwald, I would like to take that back. So... <laughs> The two times I ever wrote that. about Nazis, sort of expli- uh, specifically, um, I got a, a minor swarm of them on Twitter who were calling me Jewish.
1: I think I remember which that. Which I'm
0: not, which was which is, was fascinating because it's one of those things where you're like, I guess you, I am not Jewish, but I'm not going to clarify to Nazis who are calling me that like it's an insult. Yeah. So I was like, like no, I
1: swear I'm not. <laughs> yeah, like, you guys, I'm you sorry. guys got the wrong guy.
0: I have been called other things by trolls and they're never anything bad. They're never a moral like you're you're trans, you're a man, you're ugly, you're Jewish, like whatever. Like none of those right. things are a moral failing. Yes. you are a Nazi in that. Yeah,
1: yeah isn't that weird? Their their <laughs> attacks are just
0: Um Well. But was it oh. But back to the kids today. Uh, Have you ever heard of the conspiracy theory slash meme amongst teens that Helen Keller did not exist? Actually, no. Okay, well, lucky you.
1: Well, I've never seen or heard Helen Keller. Um, I mean, there so go. and she's never seen or heard me.
0: That's <laughs> now it just sounds like a cheap show.
1: Oh, uh, um... sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Helen Keller.
0: <laughs> but I mean, like that's the level of historical
1: that's you're serious you're serious yeah i don't understand the uh, motivation
0: like many a meme like that i think it was half ironic half sincere spreading about
1: um isn't that how they all start
0: i have a friend yes uh flat earth is a there's a huge thing with flat earth starting ironic and then turning (laughs) into sincere yeah but i have a friend who teaches high school math who confirms that this is a real conspiracy theory and i forgot exactly where it started but it's you know it's disturbing and it's super ableist because the implication is that somebody who was deaf and blind could not have done anything impressive, especially in the nineteenth century. That's the implication.
1: That's it interesting.
0: Must, it must be made up. Um, That's so
1: outlandish. I've <laughs> never heard of this. Um,
0: so even yeah, okay. A general also. Sentiment, um, people have always been insane in certain ways. Uh, misinformation has always flourished, but just a general disbelief in history maybe is not just about the Holocaust, um, or anti-Semitism. It's also, I don't know, teens are idiots. Teens want to be weird and sub like subvert something, uh, or disagree with older people or something. But also there is the sinister, there's like the ableism, like, and the sense of unreality about the past. Like, I can't imagine that. So it's it a good way to put it. Have occurred.
1: That's um, so strange. I mean, there's so many conspiracy I mean, like you said, it's nothing new. Um, I mean, uh, you mentioned Jesse Walker. He has a great book on, on conspiracies oh, yeah. going all the way back to, I think, um, kind of the founding era of the United States. I should reread that. And, uh, and, before, how, yeah. and how embedded conspiracies have been throughout. So it's 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 easy to... To fearmonger, I think about conspiracies, which is kind of ironic, uh, <laughs> cause, because they've they've always been around. Uh, yes. But but yeah, that's um, usually and usually it's like I can see the kind of motivation for a given conspiracy, like oh, like this evil is too um, unbelievable. I feel like a lot of the yes. Holocaust denial comes f- I, from that. I feel like anti-Semitism um, sometimes comes at the end of the train of thought, and and you, but they begin. With thinking, you know, there couldn't possibly be something that bad people can possibly be have done something so despicable, you know, there I, must be some other thing going on.
0: I, th- I l- imagine that that was what kids, my mom watching a documentary in high school in the 70s uh, about the Holocaust, and she she remembers multiple people saying like, that's not real, that couldn't happen, you know, and like the teacher mm. was upset about it. And I have to think that in that context especially in the seventies when you couldn't find any horrible photo by Google, you know, just like yeah. the sheer, no, there's no way. How could anyone have done that? Like sure. that could be the most guileless, less least ideological version of that. Couldn't have occurred. Yeah, that I could That's fair.
1: That's fair. Um, and, 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 it's just unfortunate that once you, if you start with that belief and then, and then you, and then you're thinking and then you're looking for, okay, well, how was it exaggerated or, or made up? Then, then you invariably end, you know, that, that line of thought terminates in anti-Semitism. It's not like, like it, 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 maybe it didn't begin there, but it ends there. There's no sure. other way to really, in practice, totally dismiss uh, uh, Jewish voices and perspectives and victims uh, I mean, from, you know, without being anti-Semitic.
0: attempted to make everything equal, which is the bad version of what I was saying earlier about, you know, allied atrocities. Um, If if you get rid of the intentionality, the the genocidal intentionality of the Nazis, then everybody was nasty during World War II. You know? And, like, it wasn't great for anybody. So... I see. Also, you know, there's no document where Hitler was like, I, Hitler, you know, think we should... Yeah, of course. Kill all... Like, yes. Yeah. Best wishes, Hitler. That doesn't exist, which has led to insane (laughs) white knighting for Hitler, where it was like, Hitler didn't even know it was happening.
1: Yes, and and,
0: the weirdest explanation for that that you could imagine, but
1: unfortunately, too, these I think these folks kind of weaponize because, in my understanding, is you know in the historical community and in and in the literature, there is a uh, real and uh, significant and interesting debate between um, intentionalists and functionalists, and, and maybe it's understood more as a spectrum. To what degree was there uh conscience conscious intention top down versus um bureaucracy that was built and then then uh functioned you know independent of any single person you know manipulating it all and so
0: it was all that baby
1: i think it's it's, it's, it's weaponized to to then yeah to then downplay and and apologize um, as if there you know as if there was no intention at all and um, there
0: aren't that as if it was a mere accident pure sadists in the world like apologies to lunatic pessimist conservatives like Jordan Peterson, but we wouldn't all thrive and enjoy being a concentration camp guard. Mm-hmm. Most of us would are not Sophie Scholl, um, or Mia app, me uh, who hid Anne Frank's family. Uh, mm-hmm. apologies for not knowing her, how to say her name. Um, most of us would i imagine would put our heads down would perhaps participate in atrocities without having a swell time because we would be all about protecting ourselves and our immediate family which is understandable if not you know the ideal human behavior uh it's not a huge percentage of people who would be reveling in that position at all that's an absurd disturbingly pessimistic and i I think
1: it I think it depends too. These conversations always take people of these as these static entities. I mean, the kinds, of, the people who were the concentration camp guards. They, I mean, they they weren't birthed uh, with the capacity necessarily to do that. What you know, through what process were they uh, corrupted? Was their their morality kind of degraded to where that they resigned themselves to that? Um, or uh, you know, people change.
0: There's also, I mean, the tangential, disturbing question of whether any sort of empathyless pe- people are actually born, um, which yeah. we don't really know. But most, hor- you know, most serial killers you've ever heard of were horribly abused and/or had a head injury in childhood. I mean, mm-hmm. we can track how people actually lose their empathy sometimes, even if we're not entirely sure. So I would say a few people were like, "I've been waiting my whole life to be a monster." but a whole lot more people were young. They were forced to go into Hitler youth. They were reading, you know, there was a, a chaotic That's... pageantry of meaning and spectacle and our parents are into it and everyone's ha- like, Oh, it's just this big thing. And then suddenly they're committing atrocities. Like, yeah, that is how humans can be taught.
1: Um, I mean, no, it's, it's a fascinating discussion, I think. Um, and this is, par- this is part of why I, I, uh, can't I? I can't remotely get behind people who uh, complain about Jojo Rabbit for this. Have you seen that?
0: I haven't. Still, which oh is okay. Dumb, yeah. Well,
1: without spoiling anything, yeah, it's just because because I I love the movie and but it's about you know it's more from the perspective of of a kid being indoctrinated into Hitler Youth and I think it's a real you know people object to sympathizing with or humanizing um, the Nazis and I think that's ridiculous. Nazis were human. I, know. I think Absolutely. that's the mistake to make to dehumanize Nazis because then you can't understand it. You're, you're just wrong. Um, and you're missing something about humanity. I mean, if anything, that's the perverse origin of the denial of the Holocaust that we were saying, I mean, humans aren't capable of something like that. Right. right. Are, are we, are they? So that's the nicest
0: version of it, of course,
1: again. So, yeah, it's, um, uh, but, but Jojo, Jojo Rabbit talks about, you know, gets into it from the perspective of it's, it's you know, it's a cult. And it's this indoctrination um, and 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 it's this set of beliefs. Um, and, and and it's just a very interesting exploration, I think, uh, to an important and deep question. Um, I see no reason. I think Holocaust stories are fascinating from the perspective of both victims and, and the people who perpetrated them. It doesn't mean I have to not have sympathy for the victims or I have to have undue sympathy for the perpetrators. I mean, art is good for exploring these things.
0: I mean i don't have sympathy for you know ss members and stuff but there were you know random masses drafted and put into miserable circumstances i talked sure about... and and
1: this movie in particular was from a child you know mm-hmm. i've seen different. people
0: in documentaries talk about what it was like and the pageantry and the you know the spectacle of it all you know yeah they're eight years old and stuff and especially if your parents are also caught up in it you know having much yes. less excuse But <laughs> what are you gonna do yeah be the bravest eight year old you know of all time probably not
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: but yeah i should i should probably watch that um i have heard oh, i love to hear talk about it people learn too much about the holocaust via fictional things including the boy in the striped pajamas which mm-hmm. sounds terrible to me and is also fiction um and I don't think that that's.
1: Yeah, I've I've never read it, uh, yeah. or I'm pretty sure I've never read it. But I've read the criticisms, you know, I've talked about it. Um, and there's better and worse ways of, of depicting things. But I think fiction is so powerful, and in some ways, can be more accessible than than uh, to children. It, it depends. It's not everyone. You're a total history nerd from from birth, <laughs> apparently. But but I but but I definitely can at least you yeah, for myself. Uh. Uh. In a, in a way, you know, reading facts on the page can encourage less empathy compared to I'm reading a story from the perspective of someone. And First, and there's um, also a blurring of the lines. A story like Mouse is based oh, yeah. on his history, based on his family, based on stories his dad told him. Um, but surely, you know, there's 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 stuff, you know, it's, it's spectrum, I guess.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't know the perfect place to start. I imagine different people would be more affected by different you know, persons. Teachers are trying to do, you know.
1: Mm, uh, yeah, I forgot about different,
0: that. Different ways of learning and stuff. Um, but oh my gosh, I had something about the ki- the youth, the kids today. The
1: youth, the youth. Um,
0: okay, so I hate to have a caveat about <clears throat> recommending a book where I have to say that the person is has been tweeting batshit, crazy, terrible things about <laughs> Gaza, <laughs> but Michael Shermer. I used to confidently recommend his book um, co-authored about Holocaust denial before I read his insane fucking tweets. Um, But in the past me would say that it's a phenomenally good book that explains Holocaust denial and also explains how we know the Holocaust happened and how we know anything happened. And it talks about things like the things that people assuming that they're you know, pure as the driven snow and are just trying to find the truth. You know, they will say things like, oh, the number of dead, um, at Auschwitz, people thought it was 1.5 million. And then at some point it was lowered to 750,000 or something. And they take that as a sign that something is been lied about when yeah. it's literally the opposite It's yeah, a it is. adjustment, um, yeah. or people having different, you know, experiences is somehow proof that it's a lie whereas if everyone's experience was uniform that would be a lot stranger wouldn't it
1: yeah no at some points people looking for discrepancies you know that's obviously absurd also memories fail us especially memories at times of of probably the most stress that anyone in history have ever has ever endured uh living in a concentration camp
0: it's just shocking that again people who would never you know be a holocaust denier Not to be a gee whiz journalism student, but I learned things about sources and thinking about which sources you can trust.
1: No, that's the thing. Most people don't and have never learned it. And they have really fucking bad intuitions about it. Really fucking bad. It sucks. I've seen it up up front. It sucks. Our
0: intuitions are like opposite. I mean.
1: They are. And this person is barraging me with facts and dates, information and sources. And so, therefore, they must be roughly trustworthy, or at least ninety percent of them must be roughly trustworthy. So, therefore, I'm good with giving them the benefit of the doubt. That's the trying to their out, I think. Their
0: vibes were good,
1: so their vibes. But um. I think the barrage te- technique is, is specifically <laughs> used and useful and, and 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 effective. And and people just get conspiracy. a lot of stuff. This person must be super knowledgeable. Clearly, they've read so much. Uh, you know, I'm. The, the person, the the amateur, but I'm seeing all of this facts and data, you know, there must be something behind it. Yeah.
0: And also because the New York Times or my professors or the US government are not as flawless as I was led to believe, only the opposite of them is to be trusted. Oh, sure. Yeah. Fully that's, and without
1: that's, yeah that's taking a great point and, and, and letting... You know, contrarianism is that eternal thing. Whatever the subject, if it's in this, it's let it's still letting the majority or the consensus or the status quo define your belief. Joe, by just believing the opposite. It's not actually Absolutely. anything you know innovative or rebellious.
0: And I think I do think that has gotten worse. Um, I think the Trump era made everyone worse at that. I was discussing with my friend um, who is a rare, she and I are rare breeds where we feel like we don't believe anything in the sense that we're overly careful in the face of people going out of their minds. Now, they distrust things, but when they find their story and they stick to it and that sort of the source is irrelevant, um, I just... I mean, apparently we're just picking the story that sounds the most convincing to us, um, regaled by the person that we like their delivery the best, so.
1: Yeah, that's what I do.
0: I'm verbally subtweeting some of my loved ones right now. They'll never watch this.
1: Yeah, I was doing that too, so. (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) Great, great purpose of our show.
0: Stuff happened. Uh, the Holocaust was one of the most documented. You know, the Nazis destroyed some of that, but they were yeah laughably, laughably bureaucratic. Um, I need to get my charger. like Dwight Eisenhower, were like, "Hey, I'm going to my are going to die." No,
1: it's <laughs> the last I ever saw
0: of Corey. r i p in peace
1: Sorry to interrupt on your your, your rant. I don't
0: know if I should uh stop that when that happens or not um.
1: Yes, the Holocaust is incredibly documented, but that almost it almost is um you know, double-edged sword, because then there's so many documents to mine and to, to dig for discrepancies and minor errors or later adjustments. It's almost like, um, you know, that again, uh, that feeds into the conspiratorial mindset. And of course they would want some massive cover-up to be, like, in- extensively documented.
0: Yeah. Um, which also falls into the fact that people who don't trust um, you know, meta uh, meta, not metadata, but like if there's the sheer number of documentation of something, if a bunch of people are saying something, you gotta look into it extra, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, say if there's a vaccine that a bunch of people take and the vast majority of medical doctors, and dentists take, um, it might be okay, even if you find an MD who's like, "Oh no, five G, it's yeah. gonna get you." Yeah. Yeah. Um, but my favorite fun holocaust denial fact is i wish i remembered the dude's name it was some middling war criminal fella who was told about early holocaust denial because it started early unfortunately and his response he was really baffled because he was like uh i was there like i did it like
1: it definitely Mm. happened wow (laughs) yeah well paid actor obviously oh my god that that person's name timothy chalamet no No, an actor an actor are you saying hitler also was a paid actor adolf Uh, hitler's name every anecdote involves hitler or
0: einstein though the latter fled from the former so that's weird and every quote is by marilyn monroe
1: abraham lincoln yeah lincoln uh, jesus gets a lot again maybe maybe i see more of them but like plato and aristotle because I see so many fake quotes. In, in
0: your them. circles, your upper-cross sure.
1: But even in general.
0: That's true. I've heard of this.
1: Like, everyone's heard of Plato. Like, everyone's heard of yeah. those people.
0: I was trying to remind my family at Christmas. I was like, which philosopher, like, lived in a barrel? And <laughs> they were like, what? <laughs> I was like, is it, was like, is it <laughs> No. The, that's a go. Uh, Diogenes. Up, yes. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Yep. <laughs> that one's a little more obscure. Yeah, but My I think most actually, people Actually, just... Not
0: there. just <laughs> oh in like a pipe, not a barrel, but like it's
1: I feel like weird. it's always a barrel <laughs> or, like oh,
0: yeah. a, or like a jar. Like
1: it's... <laughs> he lived <laughs> in a jar. I don't know. There, I wasn't. I wasn't there. And I'm a Diogenes <laughs> denialist, actually. But um, I feel like most people have just heard of Plato <laughs> and Aristotle, even if they like don't know who they were exactly. Like obviously, like the name recognition yeah. is is big. Like the brand, of, so. like. Plato's brand (laughs) and Aristotle's brand. The brand recognition is fantastic for them.
0: I'm just a little mad at Socrates for uh, drinking that hemlock,
1: though. (sighs) (laughs) How dare he?
0: He should have been like, I'm out. Fucking Athens could suck it.
1: That would be interesting. You could write some interesting fan fiction. What if Socrates... Like the What If Marvel show or comics. like What if Socrates left Athens?
0: And I do not know enough about uh, ancient... uh, Greece or philosophy to know what might have occurred. Um,
1: I don't know. You could get wacky with that. <laughs> you could get wacky. You could get... That, what if Socrates discovered the Americas?
0: Uh, he did. but.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. sorry. My I actually
0: think, ancient. as somebody who knows way more 20th and then 19th century history, ancient history cracks me up because whenever I read something about someone, it's like, he was the third most important Greek historian, and we have a quarter of a page of like oh yeah like ancient history god damn we don't have shit
1: it's super depressing to think about the lost everything that's been lost um unbelievably depressing
0: when i get my time machine man i'm making a lot of stops
1: where do you go first
0: first i like go to a concert you know i don't know which one but like you know go see the clash or something like you gotta warm up to that's like a good that's
1: a good one that's a saving good one.
0: the library of alexandria or whatever we're doing later we gotta gotta work up to it. i've
1: heard recently that the, that's overrated that we overrate I've heard that the too. loss is that true <laughs> i Let's don't go. know
0: i don't know enough to uh at all to make even a guess but i've heard that recently too so
1: i would definitely because i think all we have of aristotle is lecture notes we don't even have actual texts Merely lecture notes. That's unbelievable to be that influential with merely lecture notes.
0: Yeah,
1: that's um, that's a neat trick. I don't think any. That's a neat trick, Aristotle. Are, are you intentionally intentionally destroying all your works and dialogues, which apparently were really great. People like we've we have stuff where people described his dialogues being great because um, he wrote them like Plato, but we don't have them. So right. getting that stuff would be like cool shit.
0: Or like I'd love to, you know, get some historical. Um, uh, jesus notes because
1: that's a big one that's a big one
0: most people most scholars think there was a nice young fella named josh which is such a non-messiah name joshua jesus um who said some interesting things but oh sure you know there's not as much like concrete stuff as one would like so
1: well it's it's tough both similar similar socrates neither really written anything down so even even time traveling We could, I guess we could bring a tape recorder, you know, kind of do the old interview.
0: Oh, yeah. Definitely doing that. Well, I'm glad we figured all that out.
1: Look at the time.
0: Look at the time. But don't we have, I mean, not that that was as depressing as most of the things we said, but do we have to end on a popular culture? Actually, Jesus is very popular. Um, No. (laughs) I'm trying to think.
1: He was very unpopular in his time, though true so a real devoted fan base like a number of stands for jesus but mostly (laughs) they're like fuck this guy
0: um he's one of my favorite guys i don't believe in in a godly way you know
1: sure yeah i mean jesus (laughs) jesus was pretty all right
0: there's some nice sermon on the mount stuff i'm always seems pretty nice seems pretty good yawning (laughs)
1: Must be time just, to wrap up. I
0: was just being really uh, casual about it.
1: Really casual. Anything? I don't
0: know. Christmas. Is happened. there anything? Is there anything?
1: Yeah, yeah. I celebrated um, Christmas on the topic of Christ <laughs> and Lord, his birth.
0: Absolute,
1: more well, I also Christ celebrated Lord. Hanukkah. So uh, not the Lord stuff isn't going to work. In fact, we have little star, blue and white stars of David on our tree, like wrapped Christ. around. Um, so we got I, it
0: i saw your, a photo of your uh your uh, a menorah um
1: oh yeah i like to call it a hanukkah holder <laughs> that's what Shirley calls it to, on like, community it <laughs> no i like if you've seen if anyone's seen community Shirley calls it a hanukkah holder
0: i have seen the first three seasons and i should go back and- oh i love
1: community yeah, love it good. so much <laughs> yeah yeah it was I- it was fun <laughs>
0: I was legit going to ask you, like, you had, like, stripy, colorful candles, and I was like, is that, like, a thing, or is that just the candles? Oh,
1: well, no, I I mean, you can just do whatever candles you want. Those are actually some birthday candles that we bought at (laughs) Publix, yeah. I saw
0: some other photo of someone's menorah, and it also had really bright ones. I was like, is that something I missed? Like, are the candles... No, you can can do custom,
1: (laughs) you could do, and then some people just do the oil, like it was originally. Yeah, uh, I'm
0: vaguely aware of...
1: But that's, I think, a mess, I don't know. (laughs) haven't yeah. done it.
0: Modern people can't really... It's a, it takes a little more work.
1: With, with our with our decadent lifestyles.
0: <laughs> our pre-made candles. <sighs> Literally
1: birthday candles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the birthday of Judaism. No, it's not.
1: The good. birthday <laughs> <laughs> That's sure a good, good note not to end accurate, on. Though. That's a good note to end on. It's also starting to rain. Uh, it, Which this could be a cryptic sign. Um, that, from our Lord,
0: <laughs> that it's time to wrap it up.
1: Do you think it's weird that the light, like, is it halo like?
0: Uh, right now it is. Yeah, we got you
1: know. I, I was weird. I didn't intend to sit directly under the light, but that's how it all lined up. So I was you've like,
0: been blessed by Socrates, the man upstairs, Jesus, you know, everybody. Um, gosh, okay. Well, what have again, you
1: have you eaten? Any good pop culture stuff lately, or?
0: You know, I thought I had, so- I always have something, but I, I'm, uh, I guess I got a Switch for Christmas, so I'm trying to figure out which Switch games to go for. Um, but that's about oh,
1: it. I thought you said you became a Switch for Christmas. I was like, this is taking the podcast in a whole different territory. <laughs> but uh, I, I haven't played video games in fifty years. Really? So oh, I'm a you little behind. Kong when you were negative no. forty. Huh? I played Mario Kart. Mario Kart still fucking rules.
0: It does. Thank you for acknowledging
1: I'll never that. get old enough for uh, Joel from Mario Kart.
0: Agreed. Agreed.
1: Well, what are you playing? Uh,
0: in the spirit of me never being uh, on, on, like, I was playing Animal Crossing, which was very 2020. Um, you know, then I was playing Pokemon Go on my phone, which is very 2016. My entire lot nice. in life is to never be timely or on trend.
1: No, that's fun. I like being like, oh, like this pop culture event. I'm learning about it five years after the fact. Like, I think yeah. that's fun. I love to be um, left out of things <laughs> and like generally disregarded by society.
0: Me too. Yeah. It's just, it's just, the, it's just what happens even when I don't really think about it. So, you know. It's...
1: Well, I, if it helps you, I've never played Animal Crossing or Pokemon Go. I played Pokemon video games uh, like 20 years ago, which were fun as shit. And I yeah, kind of miss them. your
0: em. favorite Pokemon.
1: My favorite Pokemon is Snorlax.
0: <gasps> Me too.
1: <laughs> really? Yeah. Why am I not surprised by this? Why am I not Snorlax. surprised that we're both huge Snorlax? Names? I mean, it doesn't get, doesn't get better than Snorlax. Are you Snorlax kidding? Snorlax
0: is my favorite.
1: He's so it's, it's, beautiful. it's the best.
0: Beautiful. I love
1: him so much. I had a Snorlax in Pokemon Silver, and I nicknamed him Peaches. <laughs>
0: That's weird. I like
1: it. I like well, he ate peaches. I, at least in my mind.
0: Fair enough. No, I got a nice plush Snorlax for, uh, for napping. Oh. Sometimes.
1: That's definitely what it's good for. Yeah. Because he's, like, an inspiration. Kind of a Jesus of our time in some for ways. For napping? Yeah. For general wisdom, including <laughs> the wisdom of napping and, and, and being lazy and, and lying in roads blocking people's way.
0: Oh, that was the best. I watched a clip of, like, the cartoon where he's, like, blocking an entire yeah. river. Yeah. I just like being this age because I, when I was a teen, I was like, I like boomer man things like the history channel. And I would watch something like Pokemon and be like, I can't take this seriously. And I still like boomer man things like, well, the history channel, like, that's not real anymore, but you know, documentaries. But I'm also fully committed now to loving like cartoons more and stuff. So... Like you're missing the boat
1: i mean cartoons rule
0: they do we've discussed that cartoons this, are where it's this at is, this is factual but you know silly things like snorlax like, that i kind of missed out <sighs> things on. like
1: it, t- it took you a few decades but you finally come around to appreciating snorlax
0: i, I have
1: exactly <laughs> uh, well i'm happy for you you're finally <laughs> catching up to where the rest of us as a society were 20 years ago when we all sing the praises of snorlax <laughs> on our so rooftops true. why is not
0: he like smash brothers because i would always be pikachu in that
1: he's probably too good he's yeah. probably too good who's gonna beat snorlax
0: <laughs> no one no one at all <sighs>
1: did you have one in pokemon go because he uh, was hard I, to find i heard i asked oh my yeah friend.
0: i was very excited but i got one.
1: <laughs> Oh shit you did yeah. awesome good for you
0: but then like when Ron had a hat and, it, and then like he escaped and i was devastated Sometimes I think what? About the Simpsons, you know, like a, a like there's like a version where he has a hat or some like variation. Sometimes I think about the Simpsons episode about the Malibu Stacy doll, and Lisa designs a, like a, a Malibu Stacy yeah. doll, and at the end, it, it like her feminist doll is undermined by the fact that there's a new Malibu Stacy, but this time she has a hat on. Um, so all the people who were going to buy Lisa's doll were like, oh, but she has a new hat. Um, and when I'm like, oh, I wanted the Snorlax with the hat. Sometimes I think about that and I'm like, I'm guilty of this crime, but, but he had a hat. Yeah, you need
1: the, the, the feminist Snorlax. Where's the feminist Snorlax when we need him? I think we need I like a a Snorlax. A sm- I'm pretty <laughs> sure. That's a, that's a fantastic like Twitter handle there or, pull quote somewhere. I mean, X. Yeah, no, it's just feminist Snorlax. That's like your blog. That's we're renaming the show. Anti Power Hour with feminist Norlax and Corey. Um. <laughs> God.
0: Also, though, is anyone listening to this? No. Also, I highly recommend Derrymaca, who is a fat crazed Pokemon, um, and he's very good. as oh, Is this
1: like a new Pokemon?
0: Um, he's from later years, I think. But he's they fat. made
1: past the original 151. Yeah, that well, was their a, first. That Pokemon. was a, that was a mistake, I think. But aren't there like I a thousand now?
0: Probably. I do think it's bittersweet that almost all Pokemon become uglier and crankier when they evolve, just like, the, just like humans.
1: <laughs> just like humans, Pokemon become more uh, small c conservative as they get older. I'm sure. No. <laughs> <laughs> Those legendary Pokemon are like are like fascists.
0: Oh no.
1: That's... I mean, Mewtwo kind of was. Was he? Yeah, he was like, I'm gonna have my pure cloned Pokemon species, and we're gonna fucking kill you, natural. Oh uh organic uh Pokemon gosh <laughs>
0: well that in the first me. movie
1: in the first movie, uh
0: I was too cool for
1: Pokemon Are I you know. still it's like twenty years old it's it's okay for you to enjoy it now it's, it's moment has passed in the general zeitgeist, <laughs> and it's now time for it to move into Lucy's zeitgeist.
0: I don't know if I'll be watching the like fifty two thousand hours of Pokemon cartoon now necessarily, but
1: i haven't Looking seen
0: clips of the funniest pokemon
1: um, i haven't seen a small fraction of the entire pokemon canon but i couldn't more strongly recommend the first movie <laughs> like the original movie that they made it fucking rules fair enough let's do a live viewing for anti-power hour <laughs> We really
0: should. That,
1: that movie is- makes me cry it's uh, so sad really there's a really sad moment at the end i can't All spoil right. anything
0: fair enough you've, you've- my I cry
1: kind of easily, though, at movies, and just in general. I do not. That's, that's probably my tears that you're drinking, to bring it all <laughs> the way. Corey's tears.
0: Well, your tears are very caffeinating, um, and I couldn't have gotten through this podcast without your tears.
1: I'm not remotely surprised that my tears are basically just the equivalent mm-hmm. of coffee. It's not surprising to me at all. And I'm glad that they can um, propel you and, and and power you through this. Well, terrible experience
0: <laughs> once again we started off weird we hit a fevered middle and we peered out into pure insanity um at the end that's really you know we, we that's our formula have a format we have a literal yeah. format that's what it is
1: and and um, we're following yeah. a a script and a, and a, and a strict <laughs> structure this is written to and... right here. The yeah text no text i haven't said text, anything right? That our writers didn't come up with <laughs> you know it's I mean, our props to our writers. writers shout out to our writers they're the ones that make us smart and funny and i have no personality without my writers everything i say is is that's from the true. mouth of the writers
0: that's very true capital we T. they were on strike for those two months which is why we didn't have a
1: show that's true that's sorry guys we couldn't
0: <laughs> we, we, we had, had for nothing to
1: write to read yeah. i mean we
0: got <laughs> it's only fair
1: now um, now we have AI writing our scripts. If you notice a, a decline in the quality of our show, it's because it's written by AI now. And I and we are also being depicted by AI. This isn't me. This isn't, right? It's just gotten that good.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. We All have to ra- wrap
1: up this episode
0: before we die before
1: Well, that would be our, nice. Our
0: watchers call their internet company and <laughs> beg to, to have their internet disconnected <laughs> so that this stops. <laughs>
1: Wow, that's that would be impressive. I I would I would take some pride in that.
0: I mean I had a lot of fun and I woke up thanks to the combination of Corey <laughs> tears and thinking about terrible things. And I
1: had a lot of fun too. I mean the Holocaust <laughs> was a big big one. Um
0: I mean, What else did we talk about? Yeah, Mel Brooks is that fun. And that's still
1: pretty Honestly, fun. my favorite comedies are Holocaust comedies.
0: How many are there?
1: There's at least three. There's um or there's there's well the producers obviously counts as well uh, even though it's just about Hitler but um, Jojo Rabbit is a comedy yeah. and uh, um, Charlie Chaplin's The Great Dictator where he gets mixed oh yeah conf- shit
0: I've been meaning to see that for oh
1: years. I love it I love it I love it so much it's so good yeah. and um, he gets he gets confused you know Chaplin famously had the same mustache so mm-hmm. he gets confused in the movie with with Hitler or with that their, their equivalent of Hitler.
0: It takes a better cartoonist than I am to draw, make a drawing, and you could tell that it was either Hitler or Chaplin. You know, like there's a. <laughs> if I was trying to do, them, <laughs> I'd be like, "Oh shit!" Which one um,
1: is it? And then, and then there's the uh, '90s movie "Life Is Beautiful," you which
0: know? I have seen that, and oh, okay, I have to go back and check to see if I hate it. Or not.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, these can be hit or miss for people. I mean, the genre of Holocaust comedy is fairly yeah. fraught, but you know, I think it's really interesting. I think. It's a great exercise in and um, an illustration of, of comedy's role psychologically and emotionally. Um and, and I think if done if done interestingly and well, yeah, I really I mean I really enjoyed all those movies I just mentioned, so but not I everyone mean, does.
0: Nothing is off limits in the attempt. It's just uh the stakes are higher if you fail at your Holocaust comedy. That's true.
1: Thing. That's true. Uh the stakes are higher. That's a good way to put it.
0: I have heard that and I guess this is not a comedy on purpose, but Jerry Lewis's famous The Day the Clown Cried is was supposed to get I don't even
1: know what that comic. is.
0: Oh my god. Uh it's in it's a famously terrible movie that is actually about a clown in the Holocaust leading children to their death sort of? Oh no. And it was never released certain what celebrities are you... have seen it secretly. It's like this Oh it's mystery. like not
1: a publicly available
0: It's a cult film that's supposed to be so misguided, so awkward, so terrible that it's, like, it's a legend.
1: Wow. Well, as a connoisseur of Holocaust comedies, I'm so fascinated and intrigued, and I really want to find out how to watch it. I'll call up Jerry Lewis, and I'll ask You have
0: to call, like, for some reason Harry Shearer has seen it, and there was, like, some talk of it being aired, like, in Virginia, and I saw people being like, oh, shit, we gotta go. I don't know. It's that's
1: wild. I've never heard of that. <laughs> well, you learn something new every episode of Anti Power Hour, my friends. <laughs> one thing an episode, no more, no less. Just a single thing.
0: Sometimes we make you forget, like to unlearn things. As
1: well, so. <laughs> yeah, you have to forget ten things to learn one thing mm-hmm, on our show. Um, and on that note, maybe we should. Um, oh my God! Not forget to wrap up the show and and continue on with our own lives outside of the show
0: my problem is that corey is entertaining so i need to get my um, problem
1: corey. is feminist snorlax is also entertaining so we could go on forever i don't know if our fans are um Dead. Seething with hatred and 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 dreams of violence towards us they might be
0: god knows if the behind the scenes non-servium people want to edit this more i'm not going to say a damn thing but i had a blast um internet people follow non-servium on various <laughs> platforms Follow me on various platforms, including Blue Sky, which I'm trying to get Corey onto. Corey.
1: Um, should, should the people well, follow you? Yeah, they can follow me if, if they want.
0: <laughs> I think they should.
1: Yeah, um, you can follow me. I'll, I'll allow it.
0: We'll be back someday, and we'll be just as confused then. Goodbye.
1: Signer.